0: Alright, welcome to the new and improved Movie Monks, um, April 13th, I guess, thereabouts, um, 2011. I'm Brother Nathan, once again, Brother Paul. Hello. And uh, we're going to tackle things a little differently today. Um, I don't know if it's because of how depressing last episode got, or just uh, in, in general, kind of weird flow to things, but new, different, different way. So, we're still going to start with Paul. But uh, he's just going to tell us everything, and then we're going to dive into it later.
1: All right, so it's been about two weeks. Uh, We missed last week as our schedules weren't lining up really at all. Um, In those two weeks, I haven't watched much. Uh, Last week, I watched a whole bunch of documentaries, pretty much one each day. Um, None of them were particularly too great. One of them was okay. Um, They were Confessions of a Superhero, the end of the line. American Grindhouse, Chain Camera, and A Complete History of My Sexual Failures. Um, what was the I, okay one? The okay one was the end of the line. Okay. That's not just because
0: I said it was good? You're just being nice? No.
1: Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, it's probably the most thought-provoking one. One of the more interesting ones, I liked American Grindhouse a lot because I like to see like the progression of Grindhouse in film to be, end up becoming pretty much pornography.
0: Oh. It's like...
1: That was, like, the chain of command, is that, like, it started off with, like, all this other stuff and exploitation and stuff, and then it's just, like, and now it's basically pornography. Is the only thing that's considered Grindhouse, because how far they push it sometimes. Oh, okay. So that's where that school of thought ended up. Pretty much. Like, it started back, I think, in the 60s, and then came up to
0: nowadays. Like, Russ Meyer stuff, or? Yeah,
1: they talked a lot about Russ Meyer, and, I mean, obviously, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Confessions of a Superhero follows four people that, uh, walk Hollywood Boulevard or whatever, Uh dressed up as superheroes and their lives, and they're kind of pathetic and sad. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, it's okay, it's one of those movies that you just watch, you don't really watch it for a reason. Chain Camera, I don't know if I can even consider a movie, it kind of angers me that, like, I think it won an award when it was made in two thousand or two thousand one, and it's kind of annoying because all it was is that they sent ten cameras out to. They went to a high school. Sent, oh, so
0: chain t- letter.
1: I chain letter with cameras, and they just like filmed their lives, and then basically all the work like they did was edited together. I don't know if you can actually consider that a movie. I man, I'm glad I'm not in high school anymore. <laughs> like it's
0: legit found footage, you know. It's- I, don't
1: know. I guess, but like, I don't know. It it seemed pointless to me. I wouldn't watch it again. Okay, uh, it's a great experiment. I don't think it's a good movie. Okay, um, a complete history of my sexual failures is this dude gets dumped and then like, he tries to talk to all his ex girlfriends on like why he's such a loser, and they focus a lot on his sexual problems. Obviously,
0: why and, why is this a movie though? Why would I guess that's brave of him. I don't, I don't know. know. It's
1: like a documentary comedy sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. It it's based in the UK. I don't think it's even like big here at all. It was just on Netflix. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I pretty much just watched a whole bunch of those. Um, I saw Tangled last week. It's good, right? That movie is super good. Like did, did you watch it in 3D somehow? On no television. Yeah. Okay, no, I, I actually watched it on my computer while I was doing some other work. Mm. Um. Yeah, that is really good. It is, like you said, how Disney used to be with, like, the singing and, like, the grand finale and all that sort of thing. Like, it was really good. It yeah. really harked back to a simpler time for animation, and I really enjoyed it. Did you know it was a musical before you saw it? Because I didn't back when I saw it. Well, yeah, because you told me. Yeah, okay, there you go, so <laughs> sorry about that. But That's okay. <laughs> I robbed out of um, that surprise, but okay. And, man, the horse and uh, the chameleon. Yeah. Best characters ever. They okay. don't even talk. <laughs> um, it's kind of
0: nice that they don't talk, yeah. But I, I don't know. Totally, I, I didn't find them maybe as as funny. But the horse
1: is pretty. They're gay. very expressive, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched Milk. That movie's okay. Um,
0: yeah, I gotta that's be okay. on.
1: I gotta be completely honest. I was a little put off by like the gay imagery, a little bit, just because like, like
0: James Franco. Because
1: and... I'm not what? used to it, right? <laughs> okay. Like. But um, I mean, I'm, it was I don't. There there's
0: like, like that really forward Spanish guy that I he made yeah. me comfortable. I can't just remember as a person. His... Not not you yeah. Know, he was just for any kind reason of,
1: like a he was person. unstable
0: too. So you know that was the correct feelings to have.
1: <laughs> but... Yeah, um, really good acting in that movie. Really good. Uh, Josh Brolin as like angry dude as uh oh my god I just watched it. I can't even remember his name.
0: Twinkie the, Defense guy, I don't, know, y- I don't
1: know. Yeah, the whole uh, gay community hates me now, so that's okay. Um, I don't hate I'll gay people. <laughs> um, just public service. Also, I watched uh, Southline Tales by Richard Kelly, which I think we'll talk about a little bit more in depth later. Yeah, you know, when well, because cause we I both saw it, so we we're doing some Kelly stuff there. And um, I saw Sucker Punch in source code last week. I meant to go see Hannah and Your Highness this week, but I didn't get out. I had some issues I had to deal with at home. Okay. Um, so what have you been doing for the last two weeks?
0: Uh, Dan White is the guy. Just to clear Dan that White. Up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, there was there's more, but I'm just gonna kind of limit it to the stuff I kind of care about, which is this list here. Um, I saw Grizzly Man, which is the good movie, dog. right? I was really blown away by it, actually. That was probably my favorite movie I've seen in the past couple weeks. Um, Yeah, just something about Herzog's, like, very. Like, his narrational approach and everything, and just how he gives his take on the story and whatnot. Um, Yeah, it was was pretty awesome. Kind of reminded me of, like, Into the Wild, but, like, with a level headed approach to the story, you know? Yeah. Like, it gives some credence to the wonder of nature stuff, but it's also, like,. No this is just stupid you shouldn't have done that
1: because you he told totally. died so,
0: it's like dude they're bears, yeah so it was kind of like my feelings towards Christopher McCandless like those kind of people like was Herzog's as well so I found it really quite special um because of that I watched a gear the wrath of God, which was a early Herzog movie uh nineteen seventy two um it was pretty cool bunch of dudes go down a river and Things go pretty terribly for them. Kind of reminded me of Apocalypse Now, maybe, in a way. Like, but set in the 16th century with the conquistadors. So, right. cool stuff. Um, revisited like the Matrix franchise a little bit. Now all three. Not yet, but I'm totally gonna watch uh, Reloaded and Revolutions again. I've I've only seen Revolutions once, and it was in theaters like eight years ago or whatever.
1: I honestly think that's as many times as you need to see it. Yeah,
0: I'm going to try giving it another try, though, because that first movie is so dang good, and I can't Yeah, that movie
1: really, really holds up.
0: Like, it's just such a stylish, like, action-packed piece of business. It's so great. I forgot. Like, I haven't seen it in years.
1: The best is, like, when you realize, you know, when the drug guy, the guy going for the drug or or whatever from Neo at the very, very beginning, Mm -hmm. he's, like, they're talking in the doorway, they like give away the whole plot of the movie.
0: Oh, like my own personal Jesus Christ. Yeah, my savior man, my own not personal even, Jesus Christ. That's not even subtle anymore. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then I watched the Animatrix because of that, which I found pretty cool.
1: Those are really—that's a good collection of anime right there.
0: I never—I'd never seen all of them. I'd saw part of the Renaissance or whatever before Reloaded came out. Uh, that those segments are probably my favorites, the Renaissance Part 1 and 2, like, where it details the whole history of the robot wars and everything.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, Detective Story was pretty cool, mainly because of the animation style. I don't know if you remember, it's, like, basically a film noir, and this dude is trying to find Trinity. Yeah. And it kind of looks like it was printed on newspaper or something, it looks really cool.
1: Yeah, no, I remember, it was really good.
0: But, but yeah, just in general, like, for the most... the first one I probably didn't like as much, Fly of the Osiris, just because it's computer graphics entirely, and they've dated a bit, but, yeah. um, overall, you know, just kind of nice fleshing out that fiction and everything.
1: I really like that they're actually, like, doing different things in the universe.
0: Yeah, like, just kind of what-if scenarios, and, like, there's a, there's this one where it's just, like, a house in Tokyo or something, that's where the Matrix is just kind of broken, so all these kids go in there, and they're just like well, that's physics a don't make one, sense right? here. Yeah, like it's like uh, basically explaining paranormal stuff via the Matrix logic. So I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I don't know. In general, that that collection pretty awesome and holds up pretty good.
1: Yeah, and you can uh, buy it for like one ninety nine now. Or you,
0: like the way I have the Matrix movies is just like all four of them in one box for like ten bucks, and I was just like, man. Yeah, man. and
1: it's totally worth it because the first movie alone is worth ten bucks still. Yeah.
0: Like, it's kind of depressing that that's the legacy of that franchise, because it kind of burned out so spectacularly with the sequels, but, you know, you can get them for cheap, so do
1: it. Yeah, but Reloaded, honestly, I didn't mind Reloaded at all. It was fun for what it was.
0: There's some good action stuff in it that I remember. Which is really
1: all it really was trying to kind do, of, I yeah, think. Yeah,
0: like, the first movie, I've kind of decided, is just, like, a really well, like, it's a good example of the blockbuster stuff, where, like, the story's interesting enough to just keep you there until the next action scene which is all it really needs to do Definitely. so good good stuff I revisited being John Malkovich which I saw like 10 years ago
1: yeah when it came out
0: like short like a little after that maybe, maybe like 9 years ago or something but you know being raised in a super conservative family like this weird Freudian sexuality exploration thing was like really messed up to me but now watching it again it's actually really funny It's a funny movie. It's a good movie.
1: I Um, really gotta watch it again. Yeah, mainly because I've seen it only in bits and parts.
0: Okay, no, it's definitely worth watching. But like basically, like uh, a bunch of different parties are using John Malkovich as a means of like meeting their sexual desires, which I found just like mind bending as a kid. But now it's just like, no, this is very clever. This is good stuff. So yeah, like Charlie Kaufman, you know him, Spike Jones, and Spike Jones, yeah. Um. So that, that happened. And then, yeah, all the Richard Kelly stuff. Like, I watched Dying Darko, Director's Cut, um, The Box, and Southland Tales.
1: Did you want to talk about that a little bit now?
0: Uh, we'll postpone Southland Tales until the end of the discussion. but I really
1: want to know how The Box is.
0: The Box is almost a good movie, but then Cameron Diaz is there, and she ruins it.
1: She ruins a lot of stuff, though.
0: Yeah, but I don't hate her. Like I'm, I'm fine with her existing and like Farrelly Brothers stuff or something or the Green Hornet or whatever. Like she can be a c- comic actress
1: or like the mask, or where even she was being just John Malkovich.
0: Actually, she's in that and she's okay. She's actually pretty good. Um, yeah, but this movie, like she's putting on a Boston accent or something. Oh, and, gross! And like there's some really like dramatic, like over dramatic maybe moments in it. On its own, though, like just as a story, like it's a simple kind of morality fable, like it's very Twilight Zone kind of stuff, early 50s science fiction, and uh, it's it's actually kind of engaging on that in that regard. But yeah, like she's just not hitting the notes she needs to, and it really sucks because it. Who was
1: been. it playing opposite her again?
0: Uh, James Marsden, and he's okay. Oh, okay. He can he can fake cry a lot better, so you know that that works. But yeah, it's it would never be a great movie. Like the story is just too simple, and like Frank Langella's face disto- like disfigurement looks kind of silly, no matter how you do it. But um, it could have been an okay movie as opposed to like a totally mediocre one, which is too bad. Yeah. So I don't really blame Richard Kelly for how that turned out. Um, he seems to have found a nice story that he could bring some stuff to. But yeah, Cameron Diaz just does not does not work. Um. And which cut of Donnie Darko are you most most familiar with?
1: The original, because that's the one I have.
0: Okay, because, like, I'd seen that version and then was super confused by everyone's interpretations of it. It's like, Donnie Darko saved the world, man. I was like, what are you talking about? That literally didn't happen on the screen. But um, the director's cut makes all of that super straightforward and easy to understand.
1: What does the director's cut do?
0: There's, like, 25, 30 minutes of extra stuff or something. So it just, like, clearly explains the rules of time travel and stuff in the universe and, like, what Donnie's role is. Like, like what, just, like, the tangential universe stuff. Like, it, it spells out everything super clearly. And I get why people don't like it as much, because then it kind of robs that movie of any mystery at all. Like, it's really so Yeah, forward. because I, I was way into
1: that movie when it came out, and I watched it multiple times with friends and stuff. Yeah. And we all had like different conclusions on what the hell was going on
0: right like that that like that discussion part is probably like the best thing about it but this this cut of it kind of robs it of a lot of that stuff it's just kind of a cool little sci-fi story now
1: and that's that's the cut you can find everywhere now right
0: yeah the blu-ray actually has both of them i just opted to watch the director's cut because i hadn't seen it um but like both both are pretty good um 80s kind of stuff, Jake Hall all that business. It's it's cool. But, uh, yeah, definitely definitely less provocative, I suppose. Um, and Hannah, the new <laughs> Joe Wright film, which uh, I was actually really looking forward to. Somehow they, they tricked me. Joe Wright tricked me again. Um... I don't. I don't know. I didn't really like it. I was. I was depressed after. I was like, oh, why? How did this go wrong? Okay, um, but
1: you have to admit, you're kind of a pessimist.
0: No, like, what do you mean? Like, a, it's like not with, like its message about life was no, too positive. We're talking
1: maybe. about Hannah, right? Yeah, yeah. There seems to be a lot of stuff that like you get yourself psyched up for, and I'm talking about video games too. And you're never. It like never it lives up to your to expectation. Deliver.
0: I, yeah, this time I probably blame the marketing, because it was like,
1: the marketing was really good,
0: yeah, it's like fast-paced, total action, chasing all over the place, Chemical Brothers, and I was like, oh man, this is awesome, and then, like, the actual movie, like, I felt they kind of squandered the Chemical Brothers score in a lot of ways, like, it's not really cut to the music at all, which, I mean, it doesn't have to be, but that would have been like, people are, like, critics are comparing it to Run Lola Run as that kind of, like, the music is driving the action and stuff, and those people yeah. are liars. Because
1: oh, that's really too bad, because I really like Run Lola Run.
0: Yeah, like, that's the movie I wanted to see, and this movie doesn't have that, really. Like, there's, like, one or two scenes where it's, like, she is running, and there's a chase, and the music is definitely helping. But overall, like, that movie just, like, the action just slows down a ton for, like, basically, like, she hasn't, exp- she's basically been a hermit her whole life living in this forest, so she hasn't seen the real world. So a lot of the movie is preoccupied with that kind of stuff. So it's like, oh, man, experiencing, like, electricity for the first time. Oh, I've never had a friend before. And it's just like, okay, th- that's great and all. um Can we get some action scenes? And then it's like, no, no, we don't we don't really care about those. So there's definitely a few scenes. One of them I had like specific issues with is just being really low energy and the fight the fighting in it just seemed really fake, which made me sad. Um there is one really great long take scene that then turns into an action scene, which I won't explain at length, but it there's good parts to it. But overall, yeah, it was not the movie I was led to believe I was going to see, so that made me. That kind of didn't help me out at all.
1: And how does she do as Hannah?
0: Cersei so, Ronan is fine. Um, yeah, she's she's actually quite good. All the acting is actually pretty good. Like Kate Blanchett's okay. She's doing like a really thick American accent, which is a little dodgy at times, but she's she's intense and villainous. Uh, Eric Bana is pretty good. Um, so. Yeah, like, the the acting's fine. Uh, I think it's, I've basically just come to the conclusion that Joe Wright, like, the director, he's just interested in stories and telling them in a certain way that I just don't care about. Like, I haven't liked any of his movies. Like, Pride and Prejudice, Atonement, um, and The Soloist, like, all didn't really connect to me in any way. So I think he's just, he just has a different pace and a different preoccupations than I do. But you realize
1: Atonement and Pride and Prejudice aren't his material, right?
0: Oh, I know. Like, this isn't either. This this wasn't a story he wrote or anything. Like, he keeps adapting stuff.
1: You're awesome. just talking about, like, his directing style.
0: Sure. Like, his... He loves close-ups, like, real extreme close-ups a lot. Uh, he loves long takes, but not in a way that I find... Compelling. Like, kinetic or whatever. Like, people are throwing around the word kinetic a lot, and I would throw around the, like, I don't know, like, leisurely or something. Like, it's it seems way too slow for the kind of movie I thought it would be.
1: And hoping it would be.
0: Yeah, like, I just wanted a non-stop chase beginning to end, and it's like, no, we're gonna stop, like, a lot. And even when stuff is happening, it's gonna happen in kind of a, <sighs> a low-energy way. So, yeah, I don't know. Crit- critics are generally in favor of it. It's at, like, 72% or something. Uh, the, the soundtrack's amazing. I have that. I'm gonna keep listening to it. It's a great Chemical Brothers, like, album, I guess. But it combined with the movie didn't really didn't really work.
1: Quick score out of ten,
0: <sighs> like five.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I was really underwhelmed. But uh, anyway, that's that's kind of it. Oh, and I watched uh, both Solaris. I like the Soderbergh one, but you know, call me a philistine.
1: I haven't seen either.
0: Okay, so we won't dwell on those. But uh, yeah, Tarkovsky, that guy's make some slow movies, and some people like them.
1: I saw one other thing that you were watching, I just kind of wanted your opinion of it quickly. Oh, okay. Paranormal Activity.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I was kind of, in like, intrigued by the low-budgetness and how it is very clear. Like, it's very clearly low-budget, and I, I was more just, like, baffled by the marketing of it and, like, thinking of how would this scare a theater full of people. I didn't find it very scary at all. Um, like not even, understandable. It not even in a jump scare way. Like it would like all the framings and stuff like it was just like, oh well, we're just looking at a Ouija board on a table, so obviously something's going to happen. There it goes. Okay. Like that, you know, like just it ex- it did exactly what I thought it would and you know, that's fine. What
1: ending did you get?
0: I I kind of checked both of them. They're basically the same, right? Like dude, oh, can we talk about it? It's been 2 years. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, Because remember when I was talking about 2, we kind of spoiled it.
0: Alright, alright. So, Paranormal Activity Spoilers. Um, he do dies either way, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, he dies either way. Yeah. Um, The only difference is, like, if she dies or gets away.
0: Oh! I guess I didn't even really think about that. Does she kill herself in the other one?
1: Um. Okay, which one did you see?
0: Okay, like, the one I watched it with was the theatrical, where she throws him at the camera, and then demon face, and then you're like, okay. Um, and then I basically fast-forwarded through the other one, looking for differences, and all I saw was, like, her walk into the room with a knife covered in blood, and I was like,
1: oh, okay, so she killed him anyway.
0: But, uh, does something else happen?
1: There's Is another the one time? where she's sitting there for, like, three days or something, and then the cops come to check it out, because no one's heard from them, and then they kill her.
0: Oh. I don't know if I saw that, or...
1: And there's another, and I think the one you saw, doesn't she walk away with a knife, and then it says she was never seen again?
0: Yeah, like, the text comes up, and it's like, Katie's current whereabouts are unknown. Oh no, she could be in your theater! Like, that kind of garbage.
1: Yeah. Um... (laughs) I
0: I guess I was a little surprised at how engaging I found such an incredibly low-budget looking movie. Like, it's, like, the camera's literally just on dude's shoulder the entire time, and it's it looks kind of crappy um, so eventually I got kind of caught up in it but I don't know $200 million like that's the thing I was thinking about and I was like that marketing team are is amazing they should get like all sorts of ad agency awards and stuff cause,
1: totally I think they were the first movie I saw to really use Facebook as a form of marketing
0: yeah and I didn't realize like it was basically doing like viral stuff for like two years like it debuted in oh seven and like I film festival or something and then two years later it came out so they were like slowly generating buzz via festivals and stuff
1: and now it might be the next saw
0: i guess yeah the paranormal activity 3 coming at you this october i'm assuming so i will see it yeah i don't know i i don't have any issues with the paranormal activity movies existing like they're they're kind of clever and in a way like they're at least concerned with building atmosphere and stuff in a way that old horror movies do, so I found that kind of a neat return to form. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't scare me, so that that's kind of a failure, I guess, on some level. Yeah,
1: totally fair.
0: But I, yeah, more engaging than I was I I was expecting, I guess. Like people people I've asked thought it was boring. Like I don't know. It's just kind of set pace, and it does that okay. But anyway, so yeah, I kind of liked it, I guess. At the end of it, it cool. was okay. Um, so yeah, do you want to start talking about the new stuff you saw that I had previously seen, or
1: um, I'd rather talk a little bit about Richard Kelly. All right, terrible movie there.
0: Yeah. So Southland Tales. Um, I
1: don't, you, you said s- you'd
0: seen parts of it before.
1: Yeah, I'll um preface this by saying I admire him for going all out with what he obviously wanted to do. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't necessarily the best choice or, like, best direction I think he went in, and I don't think anybody was really up to par with, like, <sighs> I don't even know what to say about this one, it's kind of a mess all around.
0: That's one, th- yeah, like, I- I've heard talk from people on IMDb reviews and stuff saying, like, dude, I saw the Cannes Film Festival cut, it's so much better, and I'm like, okay.
1: How could it be that much better, I wonder?
0: Like, the only thing I could think, like, a longer cut would do is hopefully get rid of the Justin Timberlake narration, because that just reminded me of, like, the Blade Runner cut from the 80s, where it's just, like, the most obvious, like, cheesy narration stuff happening all the time. Like, there's literally a scene where, like, uh, the Rocks character is, like, betrayed, and the narrator chimes in because that's not readily apparent. Like, it's like... yeah he didn't even know that his old bros would turn on him. And I was like, wow, okay. Like,
1: No, totally. Like, I think the whole reason for Timberlake being there, well, not reason, but the whole, like, way he's in there yeah. is kind of, like, degrading to the audience, saying, hey, you're an idiot, so I'm going to say this, like, what's going on here.
0: I wouldn't even say that. It's like, the movie needed that because it wasn't complete. Like, it's a mess, like you said. Like, there's there's no way, watching what we were watching, that we would know that... That would be a moment of import, you know. Like totally, it's like the movie's like missing chunks of it or something, and maybe those extra twenty-five minutes contain more of that stuff. So it would make sense that way. I don't know. Like that's just a guess as to why people are saying it. One of that the best
1: the, parts hmm? of this movie is The Rock when he does his little finger thing when he's nervous.
0: Man, yeah, Mr. Burns, right? Like totally immediately what I thought, like, there's a there's a scene where, like, some gnarly business goes down involving John Lovitz, which I also thought was just weird, and he- That and he part was kind starts,
1: of brilliant.
0: Yeah, he starts, like, uh, what would you call
1: it? Finger tapping, like, his fingers together, and, yeah. um, like, a almost, he has his hands together like they're clasped in a prayer, almost, like but, like, his, his hands fingers hands are tapping nervously together.
0: Yeah, and his eyes go wide, and it's just, like, I don't know what he's trying to there's do. There's actually not,
1: about two more people. parts where that happens in it, too. Yeah,
0: it happens a couple times and every time it's just really funny. Um, the one scene they actually give Justin Timberlake to give some dialogue, I thought he was actually pretty good. Like Which in, one's that? He's selling some drugs or whatever to that one kid.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, he, do You Bleed?
0: Start, something like that, yeah. I he just heard about Fallujah or something. Nathan, do you bleed? Yes. I do. Well,
1: I got some good shit for you. It's red.
0: <laughs> okay. I, yeah, the fictional universe of that movie was just like it's so weird because it's like trying to be a satire, I guess. It's set in two thousand eight during the elections, so it's like yeah. what if two years at, like after all the stuff that went down, with, like I guess a nuke happens in Texas and that spins everything out of control. I but,
1: think the whole thing was um, how that one company made perpetual motion happen yeah. as an energy source, and it pretty much like did time travel somehow.
0: I know, like, it's just like, it doesn't work as a vehicle for satire, though, because it's such an outlandish, ridiculous universe. Like, there's so few parallels to anything that actually exists. You know? Like Yeah, but, it's like a
1: sci-fi that's being, trying to be too grounded in reality.
0: Or, like, contemporary stuff, yeah. It's like, there's giant, crazy zeppelins, and Wallace Shawn has this crazy, like, oil rig type thing that creates energy, and floating ice cream trucks and whatever and it's just like that's not like how things are at all so this doesn't work in terms of like commenting on paranoia or something like I don't know it just seems like a failed endeavor all over the
1: place what do you think of Amy Poehler being like a total bitch
0: that was kind of funny (laughs) yeah
1: totally hey the
0: one thing I would give the movie, like, it's trying to go for comedy, I guess, but like, they do kind of cast comic actresses and actors in like, superhero roles. I found Cherry O'Terry actually pretty good choice for, like, the crazy unhinged leader or whatever.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because, like, if
0: you've seen her Saturday Night Live stuff, like, she just does loud, angry people pretty well, and this, like, gives her an opportunity to drive over somebody with a car. So that's not bad. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, And little flickers of good ideas throughout. But man, yeah.
1: Kevin Smith is in it.
0: Kevin Smith is in it, and he gets to yell at the rock about handguns, so I'm sure he And he pulls that. a gun on him. Yup. And he's got ridiculous makeup on. He looks old is the idea, but...
1: Man, did man. you know they had to shave him to put that on? I did not. It's kind of funny, and there's... Pig- yeah, um, after that, he went to Law & Order. Mm-hmm. He's on a Episode of Law and Order where it's starting to grow back, and man, he needs that beard. He just looks weird without it. He looks like a gelatinous blob.
0: Would he look kind of like Nick Frost? Because that's what I'm thinking.
1: Um, maybe when he was a bit, like, younger.
0: Okay. Huh. But, um, oh, what else was. Oh, I, I just I noticed he was on one of the commentary tracks for Donnie Darko, so it kind of became apparent that him and Richard Kelly are bros, so it made sense to me. Totally, yeah. Um, but yeah, so what would, what would your final
1: verdict on the movie be? Like, a big mess, right? But Oh, this... I'm This movie is like a train wreck. Yeah. Like, everything about it is wrong, but you cannot look away until it's over.
0: I think I actually stopped it for a bit, like an hour in, and just kind of was like, oh...
1: Dude, it, I was glued to the TV. Okay.
0: I, I had to take a little break partway through, because, man,
1: that movie... So and I mean, Sarah bad. Michelle Gellar is kind of horrible in it.
0: Oh, yeah, no. She's like the porn star it's on on TV, talk show kind of stuff.
1: She <laughs> Some of the stuff she's, they make her say is pretty funny, though. I can't remember. You want to hear Buffy talk about, like, porno and dick and stuff? Mm-hmm. This is the movie for you. Alright.
0: Yeah. How long was it? Like, two hours and 25 minutes? I think.
1: Yeah, uh, dangerously close to two and a half hours. Yeah, and it, it's 140 point. minutes if I remember correctly. 140 okay. something. It's just the, the weird like
0: it it basically figures out a way to shoehorn time travel stuff in there again, like which Richard Kelly seems to really enjoy doing. Um, yeah. Sean, I guess like putting Sean William Scott and The Rock together is a is a pretty good idea because they have that chemistry in the Rundown. So that was okay, Mm -hmm. but they kind of split off again pretty quickly, so... Sean William
1: Scott is actually pretty decent in this.
0: Yeah, it's just, like, my problem with it is the movie kind of takes itself way too seriously for how ridiculous it is. So, like, his moments of, like, gravity or whatever just seemed, like, not earned at all. And totally pretentious, right? The movie is so pretentious, He's
1: so full of himself, you could tell he was, like giving himself a pat on the back for everything in this movie. Yeah,
0: just, like, this is, this is like, contemporary epic story for our times, and just a commentary master- on...
1: masturbatory, really, for Richard Kelly.
0: Yeah, which is why, like, I guess I was glad I saw the box as well, just to kind of be like, okay, like, this is him humbling up a bit and just kind of trying to tell a decent sci-fi story and almost getting there. So he's not a completely lost cause because of this movie. But uh, yeah, man, yeah, it's it's something. It's quite a wondrous disaster, I guess. There, there's supporters for it, obviously, because people. I don't know. They'll defend there's anything. a cult fel- uh, following for everything, though. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. Like I didn't find it especially funny. I didn't find
1: it like interesting in terms of politics. Or it's intriguing, or but on the way he meant.
0: Yeah, more as like just this bizarre filmmaking exercise it didn't cost that much though like i was wondering if it was like a giant budget like just crazy failure but it would
1: cost like i don't know 17 cost, million yeah it cost less than 20
0: yeah so you know not that much money was wasted and it's certainly was unlike anything else really i guess but i would not say it's worth seeing so uh oh do you want to talk about the new stuff now I guess it kind of ties in nicely, because uh, Tangential Universe stuff is what Richard Kelly's way into, and Source Code is all about that.
1: Yeah. Um, um, Source Code is probably the best movie out this year so far.
0: Okay. I didn't quite... It didn't quite resonate with me as much as I wanted it to. Um, I, I definitely walked out preferring Moon like a great deal. But um, Really? Yeah. Um,
1: I could see that in terms of... like, I think he did Better what he wanted to in Moon. Mm -hmm. This movie is really good, though.
0: I like the I. I guess I like the story and kind of the setup and stuff, but I had like small nitpicky problems with
1: a bunch of little parts of it. Should we talk about this a little bit?
0: Yeah, I think so, but we shouldn't spoil everything because
1: unless we just say "yo, spoilers."
0: Yeah, but still, it's kind of early, but uh, we'll we'll skirt around the most of it. But did you find the characters like emotionally engaging? Because that was my problem. Like, yes, I did. Okay, because um, I was more like this. This sci-fi setup is cool. Literally, could not care less if Jake Gyllenhaal and Michelle Monahan ever end up together. So
1: really, because that's what I was kind of gunning for. Um. <laughs> okay. I kind of want to talk about the end though.
0: Uh, like
1: like okay. the actual end. Hmm. Um, spoilers well, for about three or four minutes here. Uh,
0: okay. We should probably. All right, I'll write down when we stop talking about spoiler stuff, and then we can. Let people know.
1: Okay. Go. Okay. So, like, you know how everything stops? Yeah. And then, like, it comes back? Yeah. 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 I found it kind of weird that it came back because, like, I don't know. I think it would have been a sweet, nice little ending if it just had ended there. But then, like, with the actual ending where, like, it comes back and then, like, he actually traveled in time in this alternate, like, dimension and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, which I know, like, Duncan Jones is like that type of guy and he's going for that and that's fine. It like, kind he wants of a like happy ending you mean or It kind of ruined the feel for me a little bit because like that, that
0: definitely seems to be the biggest complaint people have. Like people who liked it, like they're just like it should have been 2 minutes shorter. Cuz and like everything
1: been... at the end there where he's like text or talking to his father and stuff. Like okay. I'll admit, like I haven't been in the best place in the last like few weeks. I started getting a little choked up. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, um, I, I, and then I them found together, the phone
0: call, like a little flat, which was too bad because it is apparently Scott Bakula, which is a fun little in joke of itself. You know? Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Something's... At that point, I was already kind of not on board with some of the movie. But anyway,
1: but doesn't it seem almost like tacked on to you? Like that ending. Like, it's like. Like, I was like... thinking
0: about it. Like, it does kind of just because that one moment is quite strong and it would have just been a way more impactful kind totally, of Totally. Because, note first to of all, they're on. together.
1: Everybody's happy and, like, they're so all like laughing at that really guy. It doesn't really matter
0: whether or not, like, he gets. Right. To it
1: doesn't or matter not. because everything. And, like, basically what happens is that, like, at that point, you realize that source code is actually, like, this new technology. They can only go, like, the 8 minutes but in some person's brain or something yeah and like it's limited to that so basically since he's in the iron lung sort of thing that's keeping him alive mm-hmm. when they pl- unplug him at that moment that was like his last memory that was his dream right and yeah. like he'll ever forever be in that state and uh-huh. then they by starting it up again they changed it and source code is actually more powerful it's a time travel device now
0: yeah, it's like, uh, there were so many weird issues with that, too. Like, basically, he possessed that dude, and that guy in that universe ceases to exist, because he is now Jake Gyllenhaal's consciousness, it right. I found vaguely disturbing. Like, yeah. that guy doesn't get to exist anymore. Like, he, he was just, he was too humble, he wouldn't talk He's to him. He's just gone. Man. He's just gone. That guy doesn't matter anymore, at least in that timeline, which was super weird. Um, but, like, to be fair, there are a couple, like, narrative hooks it does kind of put in there that leads into the last bit. Like, there's the flickers of the mirror image that you get.
1: At the very end there.
0: Like, well, when he's jumping earlier in the movie, you get to see, like, that weird globe dome thing. Oh, and yeah. And that, yeah. that image wouldn't really make sense unless the ending happened. And also the text message he sends to Vera Farmiga or whatever, which has other implications, I guess, as to, you know messaging across time and whatever like yeah but in terms of like a story like it definitely was a weaker ending than it should could have been i guess um people had the same issue with moon apparently like there's the radio chatter at the end yeah and a lot of people were like not needed you don't need that and i was i literally didn't notice that at all i didn't i wasn't bothered by it because i was just like do whatever, this music's so good, Sam Rockwell's so great, this is great, and I just walked out of it on, like, cloud 12 or whatever, and then everyone was like, eh, it's it's too, on the, it's too, like, optimistic at the end or something. Like,
1: it's too right.
0: sweet and sappy a note to end on, and I was like,
1: And then right. the weird thing is, he went the opposite direction, and the sweet, sappy note to end on, he didn't in this one.
0: Kind of, although like, it would've been a bittersweet, cause like, it's still probable that he is dead now, you know?
1: But, I mean, is death any, like, worse than the state he was in?
0: Um, but, like, t- being, getting to hang out with Michelle Monaghan all the time is...
1: is For eight better. minutes at a time?
0: Yeah. No, no, he's fully, gets to continue past that. In, oh, mean, okay, you're
1: talking about, like, with the, the actual ending. Yeah, like him taking yeah, over okay. the dude. <laughs> no, I meant, like, if we were still in the in reality thing, like, it mm-hmm. would have been much worse if he was just constantly, his memory wiped to help people.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. Like, the implications of that I actually found kind of interesting. Like, when he's basically just being thrown back over and over again for that kind of montage of death and horribleness. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was probably my favorite part of the movie, because it was, like, kind of Groundhog Day gone wrong, where it's like, no, someone else is going to force you to do this for their own agenda. And I was like, that's the worst. Like, it kind of reminded me of the Moon scenario, where, like, he's being cloned over and over against his free will so yeah yeah um, I, definitely stuff to like about it, like i'm not i'm not I don't dislike it, it's probably like a seven or like a six point five or seven or something, but it didn't hit me quite as hard as I was hoping, so yeah,
1: I would give it a total like
0: nine, yeah, no, like a lot of people definitely are really really responding to it, and it's 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 cleverer than most movies out there right now, so it's probably worth checking out
1: and it's really early in the year.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of the stronger movies this year by default kind of. <laughs> but uh I still I still don't dislike it by any means. Um how did you like, feel about Jeffrey Wright though, I guess? I end of spoiler talk. I I should say. We're just talking about the movie now. Yeah. Um did you like uh he he's the like head of the science division type thing. Yeah, he's
1: the jerk trying to keep him. Yeah, some down. about his He's keeping the man down.
0: Like I didn't really like it, and I d- I don't dislike that dude like he's fine in Casino Royale and everything, but him in that movie like just something about his mannerisms and like uh, the way he handled his cane and stuff like it just was just felt fake. It just didn't work, and I don't know why. Yeah, did that stand out to you at all, or am I just crazy um, no? Anything? It didn't
1: stand out to me at all. What stood out to me. And it's so minor is Russell Peters as the comedian.
0: Yeah, that didn't help either. I was so yeah, like I saw his name pop up in the credits that like the he's like one of the last names, and I was like, what is happening? And then he's like on the train, and they, the movie actually gives him a moment at at one point. And it's just like, what are you doing? No, why Russell Peters?
1: Yeah, um, I don't mind Russell Peters, and I mean. Americans might not even know him as well as Canadians because he's from Canada and big here. Yeah. But, like, man, it's weird when you see someone you know as, like, Being a the character. role he actually is in Well, like, real he's life. playing a
0: comedian, but he's, like, playing, like, a young, not-quite-there-yet comedian as opposed to one of the bigger ones, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But that That didn't help, really, either.
1: And the movie had some really good, um... Like, there's some... Comedic cues that I think Jake hits pretty good in some spots. Uh, like I don't know, they're just minor things. Um,
0: there's one line about a pizza I didn't like, but
1: I know, don't know. think I remember. It's fine. Don't worry about. about.
0: It. I, I, I again, like I just had weird nitpicky stuff throughout. So
1: I'm I think sure. his interaction with the people on the train was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I was really impressed with uh, Michelle Monahan's, um Like, every eight minutes, she kind of does something different, like, because, like, of the story, right? Mm -hmm. He's doing stuff different. I don't know, I think she gave a pretty solid performance for all the different things going on there.
0: Like the microcosm doing the same scene over and over, but different The same scene over
1: and over, but a little bit different each time when something different happens. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, there's definitely good stuff there. One of my favorite little moments was uh, her ringtone is the same song as Sam Bell's uh, alarm clock and Moon, which I was like, "Hey, yeah, Duncan Jones."
1: Oh, that's where it's from. Okay, it yeah. was driving me nuts. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that that stuck out to me as like a weird little fanboy moment. So
1: I enjoyed that. I am really looking forward to the next thing Duncan Jones does.
0: Yeah, no, like he he definitely continues to be one of the more interesting
1: like newer filmmakers out there,
0: but uh, I I just prefer his first movie more. So yeah. Um
1: So Sucker Punch, huh? Yeah.
0: Speaking um, of like masturbatory pretentious garbage referring okay. back to Southland Tales. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean totally. Yeah. But I really kinda liked it.
0: Alright. That's um I understand. Like I kinda liked some things about it. What was your favorite scene?
1: Okay, well, um, I don't know if you knew this about me, but I'm a dude, so I kind of like seeing girls, like, dance around.
0: Okay. I mean,
1: it's just kind of there.
0: I don't, alright, but in a certain context, like, in a in a movie that's supposed to be about female empowerment, but then to have them in, like, schoolgirl outfits in a burlesque, it was just weird. It just felt wrong. It felt no, dirty. totally, and
1: you know what? There was no actual female empowerment in this at all. I know. Um, the, it's like The most empowering thing is that the directors and writers, well, I mean... Uh, what's his name? Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder, right? Made every man in it a total pig and douchebag. That's Except the only female. Said
0: maybe in real life, but he
1: realizes yeah.
0: it too late. Spoilers on Sucker Punch, I guess.
1: Yeah. Um. We need to talk actually, about Sucker
0: Punch. Sp- so Sucker Punch spoilers will be. Big happening. spoilers, actually.
1: <laughs> you kind of got into there almost. No All right. You're right. Um. I almost so did. So something happens at the beginning. Oh man. <laughs> Dang it! You're
0: right. Okay, I'm gonna have to mark that even sooner before we announce it. <laughs> yeah. It's impossible to contain myself. All this rage, but okay. Anyway, John
1: Hamm. Oh. Okay, did. so I had stated before I want, I wanted nothing more in this movie than a spectacle. Mhm. And you gotta give it—it's a spectacle. Uh,
0: yes. Yes, it is. There, it's It was like reminded but me there... of like, crazy music videos or something. Yes,
1: but there's a huge problem I still have with
0: it. Okay.
1: It's a spectacle, but it doesn't go as far as it could have. Like, if you're going to go for what they're trying to go for, you have to go 120%. I think you went about 80%. Uh,
0: I don't know. I, I don't
1: think they spent enough time in the worlds they created. I think there was too much CG where it wasn't needed. And um, I think they could have gone a little crazier with some of the stuff.
0: Okay, I, I guess I agree they should have gone crazier, but I mean, like, more, like, tonally, the movie should have been more ridiculous instead of taking itself so seriously. Like, there's way too many scenes where the girls are, like, crying and, like, supporting each other, and people are dying and people are feeling bad.
1: Oh, dude, that one part where, like, what's-his-name just kills, like, three of them.
0: Or where Jenna Malone gets stabbed or whatever, or...
1: Was that that part? No, like that happens chef. a little bit before.
0: Okay. And then
1: okay. Um, the other guy kills the other two girls. Because he's like, no one likes a tattletale or something that shoots her in the head and then shoots the other one. Yeah. Like, all of them die except for um, Baby Doll and, uh, who was it? Was it Amber? I don't remember. The one that gets away. Not that it
0: matters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it just hits these weird sentimental notes in its story that I just was, like, completely repulsed by. Like, it ripped me right out of any enjoyment I had watching robots get kicked around on a train as it orbits Saturn. Like,
1: that should be yeah. awesome.
0: And it kind of is on its own and isolated way. No, it
1: totally is. But then something happens to kind of ruin it because it's trying to be too artsy.
0: But, but like, bad art. Like, really bad yeah. art. Like,
1: it, have you seen Brazil?
0: No, I haven't. Okay, watch Brazil. Not because it's a great movie, because it kind of isn't really, but it has some serious stuff in it and it's a good example of gilliam's style over substance kind of thing but this movie definitely seems to be hearkening back to that stuff and trying to say some of the same things slightly differently and it's it's just so much worse at it it was i don't know having that context really didn't help either um but anyway (laughs) um a
1: a big problem i have with the way it's kind of ended the way it ended, not, like, the actual ending, Mm -hmm. but how, like, all of a sudden um, Jenna Malone gets stabbed, and then, like, I think it's Abby Cornish and Vanessa Hudgens, maybe? Yeah. Get shot. Like, I think the problem is he realized that, hey, I gotta wrap this up, so let's kill everybody and have them go for one last go. And I think it was sloppily done, and I didn't like it at all, because the tone took an immediate change there from like getting all this stuff to hey we got to run and get out of here yeah you know what i mean the it final act more was dire. definitely lackluster like, and the build up to it was too sudden
0: yeah like basically the movie was only working for me when it was like uh, only a matter of time before the next crazy fantasy sequence where they go inside the crazy dance world or whatever And try to get an item like, like the stuff in between those moments was basically unbearable. And then the last part of that movie was like just that stuff, and it was like that's where I wrote it off. Like I was like almost willing to give it like a guilty pleasure stamp of approval. I think
1: I still can.
0: Yeah, like I can see why. Like there's like uh, my cousin Dustin loves it too, and it's like well loves it. I don't know if you would love it necessarily is the word, but like there's I will buy it. There's certainly style there. Like that that action scene with the robots is kind of just so insane and so video gamey and ridiculous. And the samurai. Like it kind of overwhelmed me. Yeah, the samurai stuff was okay too, but that that was again echoing the like the Brazil stuff for me. So
1: I was like I know oh, where this comes from. And ridiculous stuff. Um she takes down a plane with a handgun. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, she, she shoots does. down a zeppelin with a machine gun.
0: Yeah, she does. And there's like a dragon later and
1: I kind of really like the dragon.
0: Yeah, the dragon, like that that bit was one of the more music video things. Like she stabs it, and then this like rocking riff kicks in, and I was like, okay, on some weird base level, this is amazing. But I just too much of my brain is being like pummeled right now that I can't I can't give in. So I,
1: I yeah, gotta, no, I, I understand where you're coming from because even though I think they could have done more, I think they could have taken out stuff and focused more on the good stuff.
0: How did you feel about, like, the dramatic scenes in, like, the dressing room where, like, dude's interrogating
1: them all? Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about the kind of, like, beginning scene where it's, like, showgirls and they're kind of bitchy at each other.
0: No, no, like, uh, a bit later when, like, uh, the list is discovered and dude is, like, threatening them. Oh, yeah, that's the scene where he shoots two of them. Where he shoots them, yeah. Yeah, that scene was terrible. Like,
1: really It totally was, and that's... What I would say is the beginning of the third act and Mm -hmm. like that's where it really loses everything for me. Um that movie is great. It has a stops or it starts off on a really good note. The first like fifteen minutes is all silent with um I think is it Sweet Dreams thing? Like a cover of Sweet Dreams. And
0: I think the actress, the Emily whatever, she's actually
1: Emily Browning.
0: Yeah. Um
1: I think that's really well done. It's...
0: In, on some, uh, yeah, at some point, I was kind of impressed by just how I guess uh, the word I was thinking of was operatic. Like it's just so over the top, emotional, and just weird and like slow motion all over and everything. Like it was kind of impressive, but like again, I guess harkening back to the initial spoiler I totally dropped, like with the John Hamm lobotomy moment. You know? Yeah. Like yep. as soon as that was happening I was like, Oh, okay, well the rest of this movie is just garbage. It's just lies and not real. And yeah. in fact it kind of was, so
1: You know what it's kinda yeah. like? Um Super Mario Brothers 2. Oh <laughs> where like the end everything dream? was a dream.
0: Okay. Um okay. Mario's just like
1: sleeping. Again,
0: there's a Brazil connection there too, like very direct, but uh I won't I won't go into it.
1: Um, yeah, because that doesn't spoil it at all.
0: I know. No, no, no it, not really. It's a similar kind of, like, things are so so ridiculous and strange that they can't possibly be real, and they in fact aren't. But it's not the entire movie. This is the right. entire movie. So, yeah.
1: I think this movie should be seen for the spectacle. It is good or bad.
0: It, I guess in some way. Like, I'm... I'm, I, it's one of those weird things where I'm like, this is, like, the textbook example of, like, how to not make a good movie, that you need to see it, because it's so ridiculous. Like, it's so, it goes way too far in weird directions. But, like,
1: it doesn't do any necessarily thing necessary thing bad, in my opinion. I think it just does a lot of things bad mixed together to make it bad.
0: I would argue that, like, the entire structure of it is really bad. And
1: the, the well, yeah.
0: female self-empowerment thing is, like, the biggest hypocrisy ever.
1: Well, I mean, so, honestly, there is no female empowerment. I know, but it, so. it, it,
0: it thinks it is. It honestly thinks it is. Does it, though? I think it does. If it doesn't, it's like, uh, it's marketing at least does. Like, it's like, these ladies... Yeah, it's fight.
1: marketing totally does, but I mean... Like, little girls I,
0: should be offended by this movie, and I don't know... I don't
1: know so. how... Like, Zack Snyder can make an argument for it not, or for it uh, being female empowerment. Like, I don't get how he can make an argument a straight that it face, is. Yeah, I don't,
0: I, I, I somehow get the weird sixth sense that he would think that, though. In
1: his this is totally him doing the what he wants to do. And, yeah. like, hey guys, I just made like five women dress in really tight things and dance around. Come see.
0: Yeah, okay. I I don't know. I found it like just engage like just uniquely offensive in a way. It was it was amazing. So
1: yeah, for one reason um, or
0: another, whether you want to see like the worst thing that's ever happened or like the strangest spectacle out there right now, you might want to see Sucker Punch. I guess.
1: I still give it a six or seven out of ten.
0: Okay, all right. I don't know where I was at like a three or something. Two. I don't know.
1: Like it, and the it, thing that boggles me is, from what I remember, you went to this movie with an open mind, wanting to like it. Oh no, I was quite excited about it
0: because, like, I was like, video game movie, that's fine. Um, but then just the the fact that it had this weird self serious side to it just like totally broke the everything for me.
1: Yeah, it does some key things that are really disappointing. Yeah. For uh, the the good parts are good though. I really like them
0: in terms of spectacle or yeah
1: and i really like a lot of the music choices in it too
0: yeah no there, there's definitely something going on but it's it's just like heavy metal magazine is the thing that i kept coming back to while i was watching it as like this is that this is this is heavy metal basically like when they
1: checked her in
0: basically and, when the um, bomber was flying around a castle like i was like this is literally almost a scene from the f- animated film which I have no issues with. Like it's like a weird pop culture kind of orgy or something.
1: And which... I found it weird that, um who was the guy again? The that what's his name?
0: I'm trying to remember who who are you talking about?
1: The guy Scott
0: Glenn or?
1: Was it Scott Glenn? Yeah, it's Scott the, Glenn. Like where, the, like, every, every time whatever, they go but... into the world, he says some, like, catchphrase for the day. Yeah.
0: It's, it Like, parts of the movie are literally the structure of a video game. Like, there's levels in it, and, like, a boss or an b- objective...
1: Yeah, I mean, like well, all Glenn of a sudden, be in this your, world, and then like, he'll say he says something along the lines of, "If you mission. don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything," and then they go fight. Like it's ridiculous. It, it's
0: so, yeah, so weird. Like oh man, I I don't know. Like I'm in this weird kind of in between with the movie where like it's appealing to parts of my brain, and then like
1: just repulsive <laughs> to the others, like,
0: just totally disgusting others. To the point where it's, like,
1: this unique
0: sensation, I suppose. And like it's whatever, whatever way point, you want to go way. with it, I
1: think. I wanted to go with more of the, like, ridiculous and kind of, like, appealing to the gamer Just and the male senses. side of me. Yeah. Not the, like, moviegoer side of me.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Like, there's some weird... There's
0: Like, I read an article defending it on IGN, and I was, like, offended by that article. Because it's, like, comparing it to Aronofsky's The Fountain. And Kubrick's 2001. And okay, like, Zack
1: Snyder is no Kubrick or I, Aronofsky. I know.
0: Like, I was like, th- okay, that's going too far. Like, on some weird, like, shame level, you can definitely appreciate this movie. There's tons to enjoy. But, like, don't go around saying it's important or, like, uh, art art cinema or anything. Cause,
1: dude, no, I mean, I like this movie. I will be the first one to tell you this is not an important movie.
0: Yeah, but okay. I guess, should we cap off our Sucker Punch talk or final thoughts? You you gave it a score already.
1: Uh, uh yeah. What do you give it?
0: Like a three, I guess I would say. Just because, like, the parts of my brain that were stimulated were overwhelmed by the other ones that were vomiting. So,
1: yeah. Okay, makes sense. Um, All closing right. thought, I guess, if, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. There you go. <laughs> Zack Snyder's motto for people, I guess.
0: Alright, so I guess, uh, that, like, in light of everything you've seen, uh, what is your choice of the
1: week? We're gonna do that now. Choice of the week, okay, um, in light of everything I've seen, Netflix, uh, check out Milk. Okay. Uh, theaters, check out Source Code.
0: Okay. Uh, whereas for me, I guess, uh, I'm just gonna say Grizzly Man. It's really quite an amazing movie. I've... Like it kind of stirred up a lot of enthusiasm for Herzog I hadn't quite had before, despite liking a couple of his movies. So um, yeah, it's it's quite amazing. I recommend it. Totally fair. And uh, don't don't go to the theaters. I don't know. Stay home and watch that. That that's all. I, it's cheaper. Yeah, it's it's cheaper too. Um, I'm gonna see like some other stuff. Like I'm seeing Your Highness today, and I don't know how that's gonna go. Go, I really want to see that movie. That could be the worst thing that's ever happened, or, like, uniquely... Or decent. Funny, yeah, I don't know. But, anyway, uh, news time? Or yeah,
1: you... news. Um, okay. So, I mean, I think we'll start it off... Uh, Sydney, Sidney Lumet, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm never good at pronouncing names, but whatever. Uh, he died on April 9th. And it's kind of sad because I am a big fan of a lot of his movies.
0: Uh, I guess we should each kind of nominate a favorite to go watch. 12 Angry Men. Okay. And I'm probably going to go with his last movie, uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Which, there's just some weird, peculiar moments in that movie that I found kind of amazing.
1: You know who's in that movie?
0: uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, (laughs) Michael Shannon. our,
1: Our new General Zod in the upcoming Zack Snyder movie. Mm-hmm. Superman uh, the Man of Steel or just Man of Steel I don't even know anymore but yeah so he's going to be General Zod
0: I didn't know General Zod was going to be in it like I guess he's an okay campy villain from the second movie Terrence Stamp so hey. yeah
1: um, I, like I mean Shannon, Michael though. Shannon could do it I think yeah. pretty good
0: what's your favorite Michael Shannon
1: uh, Vanilla Sky
0: okay I probably I'm trying to think Revolutionary Road, he was actually really good. He's probably the best part of that movie. Apparently.
1: apparently he was in Groundhog Day, but I don't remember him.
0: Oh, wow. I don't, yeah, I know. He was probably a character actor at that point, not really doing a lot of stuff. But, yeah. He's good in, like, Boardwalk Empire and stuff right now, too. Um, in general, he, he's he's a solid, solid actor, and it's nice to see him land a somewhat big role. Uh, I just hope that Zack Snyder doesn't do something horrible with Superman. <laughs>
1: Sucker Punch, The Man of Steel. Yeah, that would be terrible.
0: But, okay. So, yeah, Michael Shan's General Zod. Um, So that movie's probably going to be campy and silly and kind of fun? I don't know. Um,
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, in my opinion, Superman's always been kind of campy and fun. Mm -hmm. The Like, all-American Boy Scout sort of thing never appeals for me for, like, a serious superhero thing. That's totally, like, what Batman's for. So I think Snyder could actually do a pretty decent job, personally. Okay.
0: Um, next on the news docket, I guess, is the Edgar Wright? And- yeah,
1: um, Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish delivered their script for Ant-Man. I think it was their second or third draft that they're really happy with. So They haven't been greenlit to do anything. Just kind of a neat little thing. I think they could do alright. I'm, I'm not... I don't really know much about Ant-Man, but I like Edgar Wright.
0: I just, like, from my experiences with him in the Ultimate Universe, like, he's like a weirdly violent character. Like, Hank Pym and his wife have, like, bizarre domestic problems. I don't know if they're gonna skirt over that and just have, like, a zany kind of fun. Because he's kind of a joke character in a way. Like, he can grow really big or shrink really small and maintain the strength of a man. But, I don't know. It could be funny. Uh, Edgar Wright's a pretty amazing dude, so this could work.
1: Definitely. Um, so, you and I are both huge fans of Mass Effect, right? Um, yes. I haven't played the latest DLC, which I've heard is pretty terrible, but yes. Yeah, I've been putting it off, because I don't want to be disappointed. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, how do you feel about anime?
0: I would, I would watch all of those. I've read some Good to mediocre books already, and I have comic of the stuff, and it, yeah, it's a great universe. So I'd I'd watch some anime.
1: Well, you're in luck because Funimation is actually going to be making an <sighs> anime of Mass Effect next year.
0: Aren't they the creators of the uh, that Samurai thing with Samuel L. Jackson Afro?
1: Afro Samurai, yeah, that's one of my favorite anime, actually. There you go. So, it'll... so I mean, I'm excited.
0: Is it like a Animatrix kind of format where it's like a bunch of little story story short stories? Afro out Samurai? Things? No, no. Uh, Mass Effect. Like, do, have they released any details or
1: is it like one feature film? I'm honestly not sure. A lot of the things say that it's going to be um, done in the similar style of like what they did with Dante's Inferno and Dead Space with like the different oh, yeah, anime films. So it'll probably be an anime film.
0: Right. I didn't watch the Dead Space one because I don't really care.
1: There's Death two space. of them, hey? Yeah, I know. I, I know. Like, why?
0: Yeah, he wants to support Dead Space, I guess. I, don't, I don't know. Uh,
1: Okay, well, yeah. I mean, in, either way, they could do it either way. I would actually prefer an Animatrix style, because that's a huge universe they created. Mhm. So just, like, weird
0: little stories from throughout that universe with different alien even, characters. And yeah, like,
1: things. even if they just focused on, like... Little shorts with like the different species, like the Asarian one, and then like the Turians and stuff like that. I think that would be amazing.
0: Yeah, no, the, either way this goes, I'll watch it for sure. But uh, that would be more intriguing to me, I guess. Like just more more ideas tackled given this context or whatever. But yeah, so Mass Effect anime, when's that coming out?
1: Okay. Uh, 2012, I don't think I have a date on this year. Okay. So, you after know?
0: the third game. I have no idea. Um, Intriguing prospect, though. So.
1: I wonder if it'll be there to supplement the third game, or, like, if it'll do something completely different, because I'm kind of done with, like, Shepherd stuff. I think they need to explore the universe a little bit more.
0: Yeah, definitely don't agree. D-
1: don't disagree.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That'd
0: be the weirdest. No, I definitely don't agree.
1: Yeah, I definitely don't agree. Moving on. Moving on to the Glad Awards? Yeah, um... So the Glad Awards—I can't remember what it is—gay and lesbian something something awards. I mean, they do arts stuff and. With... Sorry.
0: I don't know. I was trying to come up
1: with here. I'll look it up. Yeah. Um. Anyways, they had their awards, and I just found it interesting. Modern Family and Glee both won Outstanding Comedy Award. Like they were both tied. They couldn't pick between them.
0: Hmm.
1: It almost seems contradictory to like an awards show if everybody can win but that's, that's happened okay.
0: before though like there there was a famous best actress tie once with like Barbara Streisand and someone i think it was Hepburn i don't know okay. I'm reaching on old facts that are still rattling around in my brain uh Gay and lesbian alliance against defamation so okay so i,
1: I mean see. it makes sense um i'm going to go ahead and say that glee is like the bane of music and the music industry and i hate everything about it however i've heard there Good to their gaze, so good. Oh, Oakley.
0: okay. Whereas I actually really like Modern Family. And I love I would Modern agree Family. Like that, like the, uh, Cam and Mitch are just awesome. So good job. They have a
1: great dynamic together.
0: Yeah, those are some funny, funny characters. That's a great show. That's, that's I don't know. I I was not on board with it for a while just because I hadn't really watched it and got way into it earlier this year. So G- good on you. And know. Manny,
1: Manny's good stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. Usually, like the kid speaking way beyond his years just bothers me, but he pulls it off somehow. So
1: he doesn't always pull it off though. There's a few times where you're just like, "Shut up, Maddie.
0: But I think you're supposed to. Like, he never, he never comes across as like just like completely annoying, like entirely.
1: That's true. In uh, fact, he's it's almost always comic funny. Effect,
0: yeah. I I don't know. That 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 show's great. Um, so I'm glad it won an award, but yeah, it's definitely marred a bit by. Glee. Have you watched any of it? Because I watched the first episode, and like I immediately was like, "Okay, this is
1: this is not
0: this is not what for Glee." Me. Yeah, Glee. I was no, like, okay, I um,
1: someone popular, was watching so... it in my house, and I heard them do a rendition of uh, "Don't Stop Believing," and I wanted to rip my head like off because okay, w- like what are you doing? I oh, I can't that stand. That was like it. the I can't first stand anything, but...
0: That was like the first big hit that they they did their cover of that. Yeah, that show's entirely too popular. I don't understand.
1: They're the reason why the music industry is the way it is.
0: Alright, All right, I'm not. let's not get into weird, bitter music industry. <laughs> I'm sick. I like me some Kesha, so let's just move
1: on. I don't mind some Kesha, but I mean, Glee's the type of show that takes something that's somewhat good and just, like, destroys it in some way or another by right. getting a bunch of kid actors to try to do something serious, like for fun. I don't know. I'm just bitter. I hate it. And I hate people that like it.
0: Speaking about hating things, The Office? No. I don't know. The Office. Yeah, I don't hate The Office. <laughs> I don't hate but... The Office either. Um, I do hate... No, I can't, even, I can't even bring it in. The Office. There's a bunch of people going to be in the last episode. Is it the last episode of the season, or Michael's last episode?
1: I uh, know the last of the season, or I'm not sure, like, the finale after, is after he leaves, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like the, when it just says Will the
1: post-Michael um, like, okay. finale. So the actual so, um,
0: season finale is going to have, like, a, a huge gang of people you probably know. Uh, let's go through the list. Uh,
1: so Will Ferrell...
0: Yeah, he's going to be on board for some time, though. Like, he's going to be... Yep. Uh, I don't know. Pi- p- piloting this ship. Yeah, he was already I announced. Uh, yeah, I just I
1: wanted to start with that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, James Spader.
0: I like that dude.
1: Yeah, he's kind of an awkward dude, but that's totally cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray Romano, who I don't like.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't really fancy him either, but my grandparents are big fans of that show. Uh, everybody likes Raymond or whatever, so
1: yeah. Everybody loves him.
0: Oh, right, sorry.
1: He um, wouldn't be Ray Romano if everybody liked him.
0: I guess. Okay, so he's going to be there, which, all right.
1: Catherine Tate.
0: I don't know who that is.
1: Uh, The latest thing she was in was Gulliver's Travels, uh, which I didn't see, the Jack Black one. I did not see that either, but okay. Um, I'm just trying to remember some of the other stuff she's been in, but I mean... Don't worry, I'll I'll look it up. Yeah, like if it's not in direct memory, it doesn't really matter, so... Um... She, she's a person. Um, but who does matter, especially in terms of The Office, Ricky Gervais. So, I wonder how that's gonna work out.
0: Yeah, just, he popped up briefly in an earlier episode this season, as David Brent or whatever. But it was, like, literally just for the, uh, pre-credits, like, intro bit. Okay. Were did you not, are you not watching this season, or?
1: No, I'm still trying to catch up on last season, but I kinda don't want to keep watching it.
0: Oh, okay, um, yeah, no, he already popped up briefly, so I'm kind of confused what like why, how he would come back, but I guess you know, sending the sending things off with the creator of the whole thing, so although the show's not over, but yeah, okay, yeah, so Ricky's gonna be there, um,
1: and the last one they've announced is will Arnett, ah, yes, I loves me, some will Arnett, uh.
0: NBC staple at this
1: point. He keeps popping up on stuff. So exactly. I guess so. Hey,
0: well, just in like little bits on Thirty Rock and stuff. And, um, trying to. Oh yeah, his show was canceled, right? Running Wild or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's on Netflix too.
0: Yeah, I, I was watching that. But
1: how yeah. is it? Um, it. My mother liked it so.
0: Yeah, like it. It's definitely got some similarities in terms of zaniness to like Mitch Hurwitz's uh, Arrested Development. Like, maybe a little too zany, though. I, I don't know. It, it was okay. It had its moments. Mainly, I can't pronounce his name. It's like Peter Seraph or something. He's like a friend of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Um, d- dude was in uh, Shaun of the Dead as like their roommate, Pete.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember him.
0: And he's the dub-over voice of Darth Maul. Um, he's pretty funny. He does some amazing impressions, too. Like, his Alan Alda is, like, indistinguishable to the point where I literally thought they overdubbed with Alan Alda and I watched the credits to confirm that and then was blown away when that was not the case, because it is pitch perfect. Um, So his his character, he plays, like, a rich neighbor or something. He's actually pretty funny and he shows up quite a bit. So, it's an okay show that could have eventually found its footing, I guess, but Fox canceled it, so it's gone. So, that happened. Um, Definitely some problems with it, though. So, it entirely surprised me. Um, But, okay. So, The Office is going to be, you know, ending on a big note this season, I guess. And we'll see how things go next year. So, yeah. Indeed. I guess it's not even... Like, we didn't even talk about it, but uh, have you seen this Beastie Boys thing that's happening? No. Okay. It's like a fight for your right revisited and it basically has every comedian like american comedian you care about in this weird 30 minute beastie boys video
1: that's kind of awesome
0: yeah it's like will ferrell john c riley um seth rogan D- danny mcbride uh elijah wood is in it weird <laughs> yeah i know uh, who all it's like every every single person is a name and I just, I, there's too many of them for my brain to sort them all out right now, because it's just so, like, overwhelming. But Will Arnett's in it briefly, which is why I bring it up. Um, Stanley Tucci and Susan Sarandon are in it. It's like, it's just weird. It's this weird thing that's going to happen uh, in early May when their new album comes out. And that's probably one of the filmed entertainment things that I'm most looking forward to, because it's just such a bizarre prospect of seeing all these comedians together just being ridiculous.
1: It sounds pretty awesome.
0: So check that out on the YouTube. Um, we also have some web presence here. We just keep forgetting to talk about it. Yeah,
1: and I'll be completely honest, I forgot the passwords for them, so it's not a bad idea that we weren't talking about it. But oh, you have those you, written somewhere, hopefully? That I, we... I actually reset them, so yes, I okay. have them.
0: So, yeah. alright, we got an email address in case you want to ask us some questions or just criticize us savagely for some reason. I don't know why you'd do that, but we'll defend ourselves. I could
1: totally see why he would want to do that.
0: Like, oh, you spoiled sucker punch! It's like, well, we told you... Or source code. You spoiled source code! Yeah, so, you know, if you want to yell, yell at us about that, um, the Movie Monks, including the The, at gmail.com, which is right. uh, powered by Google. And uh, we're also on the Twitter, which... Uh, yeah,
1: so if you want to yell at us directly, like, without any weight, it's um, at Movie Monks. So yeah, the so at sign or twitter.com slash movie monks just one word
0: uh-huh. um, so yeah you can yell at us from there too so feel free to do that um I guess that's it for this week right yeah final... that's about it yeah so go watch Grizzly man uh, source code and milk um, and then we'll you know discuss them no we won't but you can at, in the privacy of your homes or you could
1: listen to this again.
0: I guess yeah, we'll have and pretend like we're
1: discussing with you.
0: Okay. Oh, like just re-listen to this exact episode and be like, I agree, actually, with that sentiment. Like you can listen to the spoilery sections then, and then exactly respond. So there you go. Um. Anyway, so until then, uh, we're gonna shut down the monastery and go watch more things. Um. So, catch you next week.
1: See ya.